What's good, what's good, what's good? You are now tuned into another episode of Best of Both Worlds. This is Brock. Um, today is a special episode, unorthodox like the last one. Um, I will not do the regular shout-outs music. Actually, no, no, I do music. Um, one project I want to put y'all on to is Flip De Nero just dropped a new project, so if you ain't here, go tune into that. Um, I want to dive into it, but I really can't because I'm going to give it one listen, and I want to give y'all no like false information or just jump to conclusions, but for the most part, it seemed like it's decent, so I'll give it a couple more listens in the next podcast. Um, i definitely like dissect it a little more. Um, no shout-outs today, but definitely, you know, want to show my gratitude and the love for those who've been supporting me. New listeners, old listeners, family, friends, etc. back home, and cat. Everybody. Um, so this episode, I have a guest, a very special guest. Um, this has been an anticipated episode on my side. I've been wanting to do this for a while. Um, never really had the confidence to go out and do it or pursue it. So, you know, I don't know what changed today, but, you know, I'm thankful that I had my guest come today and she allowed for me to have this time. So, um, Courtney, you want to introduce yourself? So, hi, I'm Courtney Anderson. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. And I serve as Miss Freshman at A and T, and back home, um, I'm just regular Courtney back home. Honestly, I didn't. That's it, really. When you say regular Courtney, like what you mean? What you mean by that? Like, well, I never, I did SGA growing up at home, but I never kind of had the confidence. So, with that, I don't know, think I really ever had like say, I guess some people call it like a title. Mm. Like here, it's a title, but like back home, like. I was just. So, like, how involved were you in school? Like, cause you know, like, um, I can speak from my standpoint. In, in my school, I was doing like I started a mentoring program. Um, I did like a lot. Like, my whole main thing was like giving back to the community. But like in my style of doing it, so I didn't want to like do it as like a publicity stunt. Um, right. I didn't want it to be like publicizing nothing on no platforms or social media. Nothing. I wanted it to be like one to one, like real conversational, like real, like let me drop gems, wisdom for my peers. Young, older, same age, etc. Um, I just want to get like start building like some real like relationships amongst like youth in my city because I feel like it's real valuable for us to educate one another, especially when we're closer in age. Because it's harder for someone like a freshman in college to listen to someone who graduated ten years ago. It's like you can't relate. Times are different. They didn't have the social media and they had to deal with a lot of the same problems. So. Oh, I felt like that was needed. So, you know, like, in a sense, like, what were you doing back home that you feel like, you know what I'm Got saying? me, yeah. yeah. Well, back home, I'm not even going to lie. I did, like, you know, like, stuff with my church a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I I started back going to church, like, probably, like, the end of my senior year. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where, like, I started getting more involved with stuff that was going on, getting involved with stuff in my mom's job. Mm-hmm. But, um yeah, that's kind of what kind of sparked the interest. I really, growing up, I never did, like, stuff like, you know, like, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff, like, in general. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, starting off, it kind of, one, uh, I really, I really think it came from maybe going, like, starting back going to church. Mm-hmm. And I hate to get, like, religious. No, 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 no. Feel free to do that because um, I had the same issue early on. And. As episodes went on, you could see, like, the growth and, like, the change in direction and, like, 
you know, it's best to be honest and be who you are. Because those who are listening, if they don't like it or they don't accept it, they can either skip it or not listen to it. Right. So the audience that will be listening are audience, the audience that cares, that can relate. Um, and I have a whole episode dedicated to that. And I have more episodes coming dedicated to my spirituality. So feel free to talk about that. Just be comfortable. Be you. Okay. So, yeah. I would definitely say it was starting to go back to church because I had stopped for a period of time for some reasons. But I started back going. And every time I went, it was stuff about just giving back, like trying to use, like, where you are in life, using that to help other people. Mm -hmm. And so that's really where it came from for me. And that kind of just gave me, like, sparked an interest and kind of just pushed me to be like, I want to be that person that does this or, like, can't do that or fulfills that and just uses, like, Having God use me to enrich the kingdom, mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Perfect sense. Perfect sense. And you, you know Andrew, right? Andrew Avery? Yeah, I do. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, we talk him. about this all the time, just about you know giving back and using the word um, you know, to shift people in the right direction. Um, so before we even touch on you, know, you getting back in the church, Let's just jump back to when you said you were getting involved with your mom's job. What is your mom's job and what specifically were you doing? Well, okay, so my mom, she basically, like, if there's anything at work, a lot of people, they'll have, like, like donations. Like, my mom, she works in the, the FAA, the federal, mm-hmm. something with federal. She makes, like, the, the blueprints for, like, airplanes. Right, right. Federal Aviation Administration, I believe that's it. Sorry, if I'm, I might not. Right, you're straight. Yeah, but, like, it was more so I just at her job, like, something with my mom's job versus my dad. They're all just such a big family. Mm-hmm. And so if any of their stu- like their kids have anything, my mom's like, oh, they're, they're doing this, like, just taking donations. So I'd, like, I'd be in my school, I'd be like, oh, like, y'all know this, like, St. Jude, stuff like that. I'd be like, yeah, like, just doing stuff kind of to help my mom just because they're so tight-knit mm-hmm. in her department, that type of thing. So let's touch on the family aspect of everything. So you mentioned your father, so you got both your parents in your life. I do. Okay, so let's just talk about your upbringing. So how was everything in the household? Like, do you have siblings? Um, what I was do. the culture like? How was your parents in terms of, like, discipline? Who was the strict one? Who was not? Like, just, you know, dive in on that. So I have a brother, and then it's me, my mom, and my my younger brother. He's He just turned 16 in October. He's, he's in high school now. And so we're very close in age. So that shows we're not the closest, but, I mean, now that I've left, it's definitely, like, we've gotten a lot closer. I'll call him, like, nonstop. He's, okay. like... One of my besties. But, yeah, me and my dad, we're actually very close. Mm. Like, it's crazy how close we are. But growing up, my dad, to me, my dad was the most lenient person ever. Like, really, it's kind of like, okay, like, he's he's very mellow. Hold on, so if I got this right, you was the firstborn? I, was, I am the firstborn. So you born. was baby girl. That's, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I was kind of like baby girl, but my dad, he, 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 you know, he, he put his foot down when he had to, but like he was just very, he knows, like, I'm kind of all over the place. If you can kind of tell my dad, he's just very Libra, very balanced. So, yeah, and my mom, she was kind of more of the strict one, kind of like, she, it was kind of like, you know, to my dad, it's like my mom, it's whatever your mom says. So it was kind of like that. But then to my brother, my dad is very like strict, like, you can't do this, all this, but my mom is very like, well, you know, it, it's it's Trey, you know, like calm down on him a little bit. So I think right. that's a good thing. I had a very balanced kind of um, home bringing, upbringing at that. Okay, yeah. so what neighborhood, like what type of neighborhood did you grow up in? Okay, so I grew up 
in the suburbs of mm-hmm. like a, a county called Smyrna. Mm-hmm. It's like 20 minutes from Atlanta. So yeah, I'm it's not really sure about any, yeah. Just, like I'm people sure don't. Some of the listeners would know. So some I mean, people may know Smyrna. Yeah. Shout out if you know Smyrna, but it's like <laughs> it's literally like 20 minutes from Atlanta. It's like right on the Fulton County, Cobb County border mm-hmm. borderline. But yeah, okay. so I live in the suburbs. But growing up, I kind of flip flop schools. I went to predominantly black school, mm-hmm. which is kind of where like. That was in high school, senior year, when I started, like, you know, being more aware of stuff that was happening, like, in the community. And mm-hmm. that's kind of where that, because, like, growing up, I was kind of like, oh, you know, I went, my elementary school was very, like, uh, diverse. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely, my elementary school had, like, my mom used to tell me growing up, your elementary school had a lot of money. Like, they, mm-hmm. ha- they could fund the programs. They did all the stuff for the kids. So that was good at that point. Middle school, it was more um, Hispanic, but still, like, mm-hmm. they still had a uh, an okay amount of money, but high school is kind of where I tra- I transferred schools. So and these were all public schools, correct? Yes, these were all public schools. Okay, yeah. cool. So, so what like was unique, or what unique takeaway did you, or what what did you take away from that experience? Just going through like you know what I'm saying, you did predominantly black and then a mixed high school, and then you being light skinned and having two parents. How did all that like play a role in like? who you are right now what did you take from each one of those situations from each of the schools I went to each of the schools your parents mm-hmm. like the, the diversity of like your dad being a lenient one your mom being a strict one like some of the things you had to go through so, like what did you like that I went through or you know what no 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 cause that's, that's, that's too broad I should have split that up I'm gonna ask you this what do you think is the reason or your purpose for going through the things you went through and having the people in your life that you have in your life? I think that, honestly, I think that I used to look at stuff very one-sided growing up. Like, very, like, it's black or it's, like, it's black or it's white. Like, just, I just only saw stuff from a certain way just because of, like, how, like, the environment I was in. Mm -hmm. But then I'm so thankful for this. But when I move schools, like, I bring this up probably like if I talk to anybody. But, like, moving schools, it just showed me a lot. And it made me more aware of stuff and having a better understanding of how things were. So I'm not sure if I'm answering that right. No, nah, no. Nah, um, if you mean. No, no, no. You definitely did. Okay. Um, and I could relate to that, too. So, like, uh, I went through a similar situation um, with just a few more uh, points I, I, every it's it's funny how this come up every single episode, and I know listeners y'all probably getting sick of hearing this, but I mean for the guests that I have one, they just they get informed on the same thing. So to make a long story short, um, I can relate because I started off in like for the first what kindergarten, first grade, predominantly white school, predominantly black, second all the way to seventh, eighth grade private, predominantly white school, like nine hundred students, twenty black faces, then. Um, from there, I went back to predominantly white, to predominantly black school, and then graduated from mixed school. So I went through all that, and then on top of that, flipping from inner city and outer city. My parents was together; they ended up splitting. So I was going from inner city to the suburbs. So pretty much experienced like both sides of each mm-hmm. scale. Um, and with that, I feel like my take my takeaway from that was like I experienced that for a reason. Everything happens for a reason, and I always felt like I was here to help people. And bring people together. So for me to have that vast, you know, experience, it's like, how do I merge the two gaps from rich, poor, black, white, suburban, urban, 
I'm saying? Athletic, smart. I've been on both sides of every spectrum. Well, not every, but a good amount. So, um, like, and with that, it's been like my parents splitting was the cause of that. And also with my parents splitting, it was like two different environments I grew up in. So I'm saying? So my mom had an influence with me more like emotionally, and my dad had an influence with me mentally. He always was teaching me how to be a thinker. My mom was always teaching me how to be like respectful and like kind of how to treat women, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole thing, because she couldn't teach me how to be a man. Um, but she wanted to make the most out of her opportunity because she didn't want to steer me astray. You feel me? And like when we split in time, it's like, okay, well, not that I was a project, but I'm the firstborn. So it's like, we have to try to teach you to set the groundwork for my younger siblings. I have two younger siblings, a younger brother and a younger sister. Um, my sister is 12, turned turn 12 actually this month. Turned 12 this month and my brother is five. Aww. So just going through that, it was like, you know, certain things I took away, like a lot of my wisdom and advice comes from my dad. But like a lot of my charisma, my good vibes and spirit, energy, my mom. Even though my dad is, you know, good too, my mom was like just enriched and just soaking that she always was like, like just giving me love and affection. Um, <clears throat> I was tying that into something and completely forgot. What was I tying? How did that play a role in your life? Like with both of your parents? Having like, both with, my parents. Yeah, yeah, with both of your parents. Because like a lot of times, like when parents split, you either have one and that's it, or like, I'm saying you do what I do and bounce back and forth, but they grow up in a household with both of them together both. and to see that relationship prosper. Like they're married, right? Yeah, they're married. So that, that's very fortunate to see like yeah. marriage work out. So just how would how was that for you? Um but having both my parents, I can say my parents, they're they're very different. And at times it's been like you know, there's always been like little like divorce scares, like it'd be like, Oh, they're about to split up but like they always find a way mm-hmm. to just like, I don't know if it's for me and my brother or just, like, put the differences aside. So that's kind of shown me, like, regardless of whatever I do, it's not, like, at least to my parents, it was never worth it, like, for them to just split or anything. Like, they always just kind of made it made it work. And so with that, I think it kind of was how I am with groups. I never, I never try to be irrational and just be like, uh, forget it, like, leave. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes, like, you have to, like, remove yourself. Sometimes I have to remove myself, you know? But I always try to go back and, like, correct the things that I do if I know I'm wrong. Like, I try to be like, hey, look, like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, even if the person's, like, what am I trying to say? It's taught me how to work with people. Because seeing them work with each other just showed me how to have that, the peop- people skills. Right. If that makes sense. And I'm pretty sure it exposes you to the, the whole aspect of, like, there's always... Two stories. There's no, always two not stories. Not two stories, but like, I, no, I feel it? that. Two sides, two, two three There's always two sides. I feel like it's three. Though. And some, because you know three. what I'm saying? You got, you got your yeah. side, they side, and then the ones and then the in. three, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so with that too, so let's just, let's, like, you know, let's steer all that together to talk about like just your experience, you know, at A&T being Miss Freshman, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's always two stories. It's you. Always. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. you, the ones around you, and then the ones looking in. That like don't understand your position, like what you have to go through on a day-to-day basis. They don't really realize that at the end of the day, you're still a student. I'm, you're yes. still one of us. I am. Yes. So coming from, you know, what I'm saying, you came from a good family. You know, everything was good in high school. I'm pretty sure you know you. Um, I'm pretty sure you tested yourself. Um, like you weren't just going through high school, just like, well, I do whatever is needed. Like you went the extra mile because I could see that in a lot of stuff that you do now. Yeah. Um, so, you know. 
what why do I keep forgetting the point I'm trying to get to? I'm bugging. Um I'm bugging. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. So so just like, you know what I'm saying, just I'm saying, like, let's just talk about, like, what have you had to deal with coming to college? You know what I'm saying? What did your parents prepare you for? What wisdom did they give you and advice? And then coming to college and, like, did things really connect to what they taught you or were things different? My parents, they've been very, like, I wouldn't say, well, my mom, she was kind of strict on me. But growing up, my dad was very lenient Mm -hmm. with the things I did. Mm -hmm. And, like, he's kind of, like, yeah, my mom makes the end decision, but my dad, he's also the man of the house. So it's kind of like a balance. But... Here, I think they were just, the way they raised me is to, like, make my own decisions mm. and, to like, to, to stand on what you do if you're going to do it. And, like, being in college, like, I don't know, I guess, like, I don't, it's crazy. I try, I, I party, yeah. Mm. Like, I don't go out, like, crazy. Mm. And so I feel like. You got a balance. I got a balance. But mm. I try to put, you know, work first most of the time. And I feel like I'm not, like. I know some of my cousins, they tell me stories like, ooh, freshman year, I almost flunked out, all this stuff. I I don't know. I guess maybe it's because, like, I think it's because of my... Am I answering that right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay, I'm sorry. But, yeah, like, um, with how they, they raised me, like, I don't feel like I'm, like, all, like, party, 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 like, mm-hmm. crazy. And then I'm also from Atlanta, like, mm-hmm. so, like, I've already... That's I'm all party now, kind of. It's a different, different party. So, like, <laughs> so, like Atlanta, right? I'm not I'm not all, like, ah, oh, partying. Like, I've actually, like, stopped... Is this Jiho? I don't think I've been. I might have been to like a kickback or something. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I've done anything, yeah. literally. Yeah, I've been stuck going to parties. Parties never been my parties scene. Parties are not fun. They ain't never They're been my fun. scene, especially like nowadays. Like nobody dance, so it's just nobody like, dancing. Just around, they like, just around. Ten second videos. Ten second, yeah, right, yeah, and like just people flashing their bottles. Yeah. Oh, I'm at this like. Yeah. What's You're real fun? Going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so with that, like, you know, I'm pretty sure they told you something. Like, did they know you were running? My parents? Yeah. Like, they ahead were, of time? They, they did. They were so against me running. Okay. Why? They were against it because they... I'm, fun fact. I'm very emotional. Mm-hmm. I'm so emotional. Like, my feelings... Like, my feelings get hurt over small stuff. And so, they were like, Courtney, if you run... I peeped that. So, you I, I didn't mean to cut you off. But, like, listen. This, one of the things that, like, really had me respect you was, like... I realized that early on. Like, when I seen you down here <laughs> doing a poster and when I saw you, at like, running, I'm like... Fam, it's it's all over your face, but the fact that you still had the strength to pull through is why I respect you. Because you could have just tapped out. You could have been like, you know what, this ain't for me. There were so many times I wanted to. You see what I'm saying? But you pushed through. I had to. That speaks volumes. Um. So like, what, you know, you said you had cousins talking, you were telling you about college and all that. So you, I'm pretty sure you received like a bunch of advice that was like for quote unquote normal students. I'm but since you're in this position, advice. you've not really considered had- a normal student. Yeah. So how did that like? play a role for you like uh getting advice just get, getting advice that was like irrelevant and having to go through things dolly because nobody had this experience okay so yeah it's been it's been very different like since none of my family they've ever but like ran for anything i don't think in college but it's kind of like my cousins still to this day are like texting me telling me stuff i kind of try i take people's advice like mm-hmm. with it but i realize like after doing it like, there's some stuff you just have to learn. I feel like you can give as, as much advice, advice as you can to a person, but at some point, it's just about you doing it, and you're going to fail. Like, there's stuff I've done that I failed. I've spent too much time doing things that, like, 
like spend too much time doing something that I should have been doing my work and it's like ah uh, and you know no one else really and yeah so I feel like that's kind of it's just a learning process and that's what I was talking to um Omar yesterday about this uh like it's just learning I feel like this first semester is just purely learning mm-hmm. learning how to function in college learning how to do the things you need to do it's just learning like you learn a lot about yourself you do well. freshman year like you grow so much Mm-hmm. The growth is, and I asked my parents, I'm like, do I seem more mature? Because I just, I feel like I've been out of high school for three years. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am a grown woman <laughs> with a with a house and like literally three kids. I feel so grown. Yeah, for, like, for you, it definitely is, it expedites the process because you're just so involved. They got so much going on. So you really never get a time to just, I, I'm like, so tired. Like all the, Brock, if you knew, like I'm always, I'm literally always on the run. And like people probably think like, what do they do? Like they don't do any, like. And like literally, I could see how people could think that, but literally, it's like every day, go there, go go there. Oh, yo, go to the office. Pressure, pressure make diamonds, yo. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, some people may think because you're doing so much, you don't have time to really reflect and sit down with yourself. But in a sense, like when you have so much going on and so many responsibilities, it forces you to like, you know, what I'm saying, get it together. Go, go, like, go. Yeah. It's pressure. So um. What like what are the main other than you know you being jammed up with time management and figuring out, you know, how you gonna maximize a little bit of time you have for personal, through all the time that you get for other things like, I'm saying how do you balance and what pressures do you have to deal with? How do you cope? I meant to say. How do I cope? Yeah. I try to like okay I try to do Friday Saturday, I try to hang out with people because during the week. It's so, it's hard for me to, like, have time to hang out. Because I have, uh, like I said, I have freshman time management. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really bad at it. So, mm-hmm. like, I try, to, I, try to, I try to tell myself, Friday and Saturday are going to be days where you can, like, hang out with your friends or do stuff. Sometimes it doesn't go that way. Mm-hmm. But I try to leave at least a day just for me to take a break from it and just, folk, like, do stuff for me. Do laundry. Like, just do little stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. How, like, do you, how do you feel about people you have around you like what's your circle like do you feel like they support you all of them all of them the ones that you really consider your circle to the ones you have around you or the ones you even because sometimes you don't you're not around your real close friends so the circle that you rock with yeah are they all in cahoots with you or is it like you know what I'm saying? What's going on? I don't know. I don't really have like a like I told I don't have like a friend group. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm a I'm really like a floater. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I miss like the whole like the friend group where you going out doing mm-hmm. stuff. Like I kind of miss that like like that during, probably during campaign season when everybody was kind of like finding everybody was they, getting to know each other when you was running. So yeah. you didn't have no. I and I got that. to know people mm-hmm. and like I have like so many friends. Like I appreciate everybody. Everybody I know. Like literally. Like I love all my friends, but it's like I don't have. I I feel like I'm missing my niche mm-hmm. in a way. But the people, the people I spend the most time with would be my sweet mates, mm-hmm. and I love all of them to death, mm-hmm. every last one of them. And do they support you? They do. They were, they were helping me with um, my campaign stuff. They'd be like, Courtney, go to sleep. It's like 2 in the morning, Courtney, go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, yeah. um, what other issues or pressures have you had to deal with just with the body of NCAT, I'm saying the student body? Like, how have mm-hmm. they reacted to you? Yeah, to me. Mm. How do they treat you? How did the council treat you? How did everybody treat you? Just, just go the ahead council? and just. Okay. Ooh, okay. The council, the my <laughs> freshman class council. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
crazy. The freshman class counselor—they—they've been very—they're very—they're um, very supportive. All of them, they're all like, we're all very close. You know, sometimes you have like little moments where it's mm-hmm. like, uh, what's how, like, you know, drama can always spark up mm-hmm. when it's just so many people spending so much time together. Yes. But I'd say they're very—they're very loving. Um, SGA with. Uh, the e board, all of the like so- the sophomore, junior, senior classes, they're all very um, supportive. They're all they're very. The thing I feel like we spend so much time together mm-hmm. to where we're all just so loving. Mm-hmm. Like we we just we're for even if you don't like someone low key and you're like ugh that person, you just have to love them. And you relate like we both are here grinding like yeah. <laughs> really you get advice, time, so, so much advice. Yeah. Mhm. <laughs> you keep it in the book. I feel like you keeping this too clean. I, you think I guess so? so. You hiding? You hiding, sir? Well, because <laughs> before you answered, you was like, ah, oh, well. No, 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 no. With the freshman class, I feel like, honestly, truly, freshman class council, you're gonna have your problems. Mm-hmm. Like that's just real. Like you're gonna have those days where you're like, I can't be by, I can't be by him today. I can't be by her today. Like there's like some days I might just have to lock myself in my room and not answer my phone. Even though I know they're like Courtney, we gotta da da da. I'm like, look, y'all, look, y'all. So some days you're gonna get fed up with a person, but back to what I was saying, like with my parents, like it's just take your time and then come back and all right, guys. You know what I mean? You, you answered that well though. I thought you was gonna slip and say some names or something. Really? Name drop. I would never do that. Yeah, I would yeah, never. No, no. I would never. Not I don't, to my I don't promote that on this platform either. I would edit that out. Not to my but, council. Um, Shout out to the freshman class council. Okay, so other than the council, like, you know, how everybody else train you? With, like, royal court? Just everything. Yeah, just like, because you don't... Or, like, the students. Which, in your role, people don't really see you as equal. Yeah, I know. So, like, how do people treat you? As far as, honestly... So, okay, so after I won, like, I was getting advice from, like, previous misters or previous misses. They'd be like... You know, like you kind of got it, like good. Like they're gonna, like if you in line, you can skip the line. You can do this. You can, you gonna get free this or free that. Or you don't gotta pay for if you go to parties. But honestly, I have not experienced that. I don't know if it's maybe it's because it's me. I don't get like the free, like the free treatment. Not that I even did it for that, or not that I expect that. But like I don't get that. And honestly, I'm okay with not getting that just because I don't want people to be like, oh, here she is. She getting the free stuff. Mm-hmm. She 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 getting that. You know what I mean? So what about those individuals that think like that already without you even having that personality? Because, you, you know, I know you're humble. You don't really grow I, I up, try like, so crazy. I try so hard to be. But, <laughs> like, because I, I, I know people, they, they like, I know people, they want to mm-hmm. see, like, uh, she, like, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep clean words. She, uh, she, she mean. She, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's, Always, like I've noticed, like there's always gonna be like those one or two people, and like I had to deal with because like more I said, than one or two, one or two, I know, I know, I know. There's one, and you know I'm sensitive, so uh-huh. it's like I try so hard like to please, like no, like don't, like I don't want people to hate me, mm-hmm. and like I go around asking like, what do you hear about me? Like, what do people say if they say something? Like, what what would they? And they, they, I never hear anything bad, or maybe they trying to show my feelings. I don't know, but I never hear anything too bad, so I'm like, okay, I'm not. I try. I I overly try to be nice if that answers, just to avoid that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like? Because at the end of the day, you still want to hold down your integrity, right? Um, and you still, you know, what I'm saying, I'm not saying that you want to have authority, but you still want to. You know what I'm saying, just be firm, right? Where do you draw the line for it being like I'm doing too much for the people, or I'm doing too much to, you know, 
cater to people because you can't answer not, everybody. You can't, you can't solve every issue. What do I draw? I'm still learning. If we're being honest, mm-hmm. I'm still learning because like people will come up to me and they'll be like, "Oh, Courtney, this needs to be fixed. This needs to be fixed." And I know, like, I want to. I, I tell them like honestly, like it's not even. Sometimes it's not even me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I no, answer listen, to people. Listen, listen, it's never you. And then on top of that, too, people don't know is a lot of the issues that go on. We think it's like it's almost like y'all are the, are the distraction, right? So they put y'all in line, right? And like. In a sense, it's like y'all had an image of like whatever issues the student body has, go to them so we mm-hmm. could just sit back here and handle all the stuff we got going on. And like, people don't know that, like, in all reality, y'all are not in charge of like the, the real, like, legit behind the scenes stuff. So, it, so much that I can't control, I can't control what they make in the cast. I, if I wish I could, <laughs> I wish I could. See what I'm saying? Could. Stuff like, but that don't even make they sense. Don't. Why would you go to Miss Freshman for changing the cast menu? I mean, but, like, with some stuff, you know, honestly, I, like, honestly, with some stuff, yeah, I could, mm -hmm. you know, go to those people and see what can happen. We can go to those people. True If I wanted the schedule or the the menu to be changed, I can go up to the supervisor. They work Mm -hmm. there. They work with the people. Mm -hmm. The the tall black dude and the older black woman. I I know who they is. You see them. They they dress different. Mm -hmm. Walk up to them. How you doing? My name Uh Um, as a suggestion or, you know, what's going on. Just be polite. Like, people should do that. Just Instead be polite. Just, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's all it is. Because they, they attitudes are trash in the cafe anyway. They, yeah. I talked about that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> they are. It's trash. Um, but, yeah, like, people use y'all as, like, a crutch. They um, think we can solve everything. But we're students, too. Mm-hmm. I can only do so much, you know? So... Away from the status, away from the books, away from the volunteer activities, all the activities that you got going on, that's formal. Who are you? What do you do? Who have you become and where have you came from? Who am I? Honestly, I think I'm just like I consider myself like just a bubbly like This is hard. Who am I? Who? You really hit that one. Okay, who am I? I'm saying like so so to steer to kind of guide where I want you to go with this okay. question because that question is broad and that's one of the questions I, you know I spoke about this last episode when you know when you're trying to figure out yourself um it was one of them questions that's like for most people it take a lifetime to answer so like who are you as in like if you weren't running if you didn't have this position or right, not before college I'm saying just the natural normal you. What are your hobbies? I'm saying what you do, like your spare time, uh, free time. If you ever get quiet time, like do you like poetry? Do you like music? Do you write? Do you, you know what I'm saying, do you like what's your interest? What do you do? Like games, um, just like simple stuff like that, like basic stuff. So, like for example, like I, I'll start it. I'll spark it off. I've been asked a lot of questions. I ain't really been talking. Um, so who am I? What do I do in my spare time aside from school, studying, um, any activities I got going on? I like to write poetry. 
I write music. Um, I listen to a lot of music, a lot of music. Um, I'm just real big on that whole, that whole thing. Netflix. Somebody just put me on, um, or not just put me on, but um, I got put onto this show called Blacklist. I rock with Blacklist. If you ever get a chance to watch it, it's I tough. heard about it. It's tough. Um, yeah. What else I like doing? Um, I got a couple books I've been on. That's tough. I mean, I'm not a reader, but you know, if you find the right book, you'll, you'll yeah, read it. Same. And I kind of I hit that niche as uh, recently. Um, I collect shoes. Hmm. Um. What else? What's what's your name? I got a serious face, but I'm like a clown. I'm yeah, not, you're very serious. serious. Sometimes I'd be scared of Brock. I'd be I'm, like, oh, it's Brock. Oh, what's he going? Listen, I'm not serious at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm far from serious. Just got to know when to turn it on and off. Um, I say I'm poised, respectful, humble. And it's not humble to say you're humble, but I know I'm humble because I, I work towards being that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, remember what I told you, you take pride in the things you work for. Like, that's one thing my parents instilled in me. Just never take for granted anything you got because everything could be going like this. And I've yeah. seen and I've been in some situations where it was like we didn't have much. So, you know, with that being said, go ahead and just dive in a little bit about like who you are. Okay. So, in high school, I actually went to performing arts high school. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I used to sing, I used to like do theater. I was, then no one knows that. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, rock. I used to, yeah, I used to, I used to sing. I was, in, I was like a vocal major, drama minor. I used to, yeah, I used to do that. I used to be in plays. Like mm. I'm, I'm like a real like, like a uh, theater, mm. like Broadway. I was a Broadway freak. Like I used to know every musical. <laughs> I used to be like, I want to see that music. I'm such a nerd, but like, yeah, I used to. Yeah, I used to, I used to do that, like heavy. Mm. What else? I used to cheer in high school. Mm-hmm. Some people might not might not know that. I used I did used to cheer in high, like for like a year, mm-hmm. and then I stopped. It was kind of messy. And I was like, I don't like it. It was kind of messy. What you talking about? The girls were mean. <laughs> you know I'm sensitive, so I had to go. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, I did. I did cheer. Um, I was. No, I don't know. My school was very like. If you're in the theater department, like you, like if you're in the performing arts aspect, you like you're you're zoned in. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot with that. I was in gospel choir. Mm-hmm. I love gospel choir. I want to do gospel choir here. Um, what else did I do? Hmm. I'm thinking, oh, middle school. Oh, I play instruments too. Hmm. I play the piano. I played the viola in orchestra in middle school. I'm trying to see what else. Oh, I'm a pescatarian. What? For real? I'm pescatarian. Are you pescatarian? Yes, Stop. Yes, as of this month. As of this month. Oh, so, my this, gosh. so this is how it's going, right? So, um,. I've been, you know what I'm saying, doing regular crazy diets. And then, like, since like, after I graduated from high school, downhill. Like, I, I, I was doing, like, decent with taking care of my body because basketball season all that. But then I stopped playing sports. And I just, like, was working. So, it was like, I'm going to just work and eat, work and eat, work and eat. I picked up some weight and picked up bad habits. So, I was eating terrible. And I'm like, you know, i got to change that. So, I did a challenge where I'm like, I'm going to go pescatarian in November, December, vegetarian. After December, <gasps> vegan. Right? What? But I'm going to have cheat days, right? So... So I, I I brought the cheat days too early in November because like it's November and they started like November theme. I mean the uh, Thanksgiving theme, so it's a lot like more food coming out. It, it was just too much going on, right? Um, 
but next one will definitely be discipline. Um, basically, you get cheat days. Like, every Saturday is going to be a cheat day. And then um, the holidays. So, Christmas. You get Christmas and three days after Christmas. Because leftovers. Oh, yeah. Because leftovers. Mm-hmm. That's the reason. And then after that, it's key. Is you go right back to the structure. Um, I've been vegan before. I've been vegetarian before. Oh. Pescatarian. All that. Like, I, I, I like to challenge myself. Um, and then on top of that, my parents, like my dad and my stepmom, you know, they're, they're real big on health. Um, and they do fasting all the time. And sometimes they really just go full out vegan. I'm like, you know, I might as well eat with y'all. And they, they cook the right stuff. So I'm like, yeah, it ain't nothing. That seems um, so hard, so though. It is definitely, yeah. I mean, You're so disciplined. I can never do vegan. I want to do vegetarian. Trust me. Really, it's, not, it's like you're missing listen, out on eggs, though. Pescatarian to vegetarian. Easy. To vegan. You just cutting small things out every stage. Every stage is stuff. Eggs ain't really all that. Milk, like not that I like like milk isn't a lot of like food. Dairy is terrible for you. Dairy is really bad. It is. I had to stop. I had to stop drinking milk. I used to be that kid that like had like could drink a cup of milk. Yeah, me too. I used to love milk. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, I hate it. Yeah. And I, I'm lactose now too. I didn't used to be lactose. Oh, dang. So, yeah. yeah, milk is bad for I you. I still eat cereal though. Huh? I know. Look, I'm saying I haven't had I had cereal, love cereal. Most, but I, I still Yo. eat it. Um, mm-hmm. They got cereal in the cap though. I know. I don't. Nah. Nah. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. Mm. It's not the same. I feel you. You gotta have a big bowl. I'm just, you gotta <laughs> have the CTC on deck. All the way to the top. What type of cereal you like? Cinnamon Toast Crunch CTC. Ah, uh, that's, that's what you meant. CTC. Yeah, uh, Lucky Charms. I'm lucky you're not bad. Lucky you're But you won't. You shop at Walmart? Uh, yeah. You better. Oh, great on. value. Great value. Uh, it's called Crunchberry. Something like that. It's like Captain Crunch with the Lucky Charles marshmallows. Oh. Yo. That's good. That's great uh, eats right there. Great okay, eats. Okay. Um, Cranberry Crunch. Cranberry Crunch? That's what it's called? That's what you just said. Cranberry Crunch. No, 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 no. I think it's called... um. I think I've seen it before. What is this? Whatever. It's the Captain Crunch. With the, marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Um, all right, yeah. So let's get all that out of the way. Um, and let's, let's steer back. Like I said, we was going to go back to church. Um, and you mentioned, you know, being in the gospel choir. Um, and one thing with me, I didn't mention this because I wanted to, like, actually have, like, a whole little discussion about, you know, church. So with me, too, I read the word. Um, Bible study in my free time, like me and Andrew, um, me and Maya, um, or just me, Dolly. Um, and I feel like since ever since I came to college, I've really been trying to fight to just improve physically, mentally, spiritually. Um, so with that, you know, and I know you know this, if you want to improve, you really have to spend like your leisure time doing things that's going to help you, you know, steer in that right direction. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I do that on my spare time as well. I'm a Christian. Um, so, just talk a little bit about that. Like, how, you know what I'm saying? Like, did you grow up in a church? You, I remember you saying, like, you know, when you started to go into the church. So, like, how was, like, what? just explain that for me. Because I don't really know, like, where you at with it. Yeah. So, uh, I grew up in the church. I went to one church. Like, for uh, the same church, I went to private school. Uh, like, private pre-K. It was Christian-based. Mm-hmm. And I went to school there until... Yeah, kindergarten, and I still continue to go to church there until like sixth grade. And then my mom, she took us out of that church, and then we went to a a predominantly black church. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of were there for a minute, but my mom, we never kind of found like the right church for us after that. 
So we were kind of like just flip-flopping around in churches. And so after that, like mom was kind of just like, it, we kind of just fell off from going to church like that. And my dad, he's never bit gone to church. Like my dad's, he's Christian, but my dad, he's more so like, I'm not going to go to church if I can do the same thing at home. Like he's more so, it's more about my connection with God. Okay. And so I kind of like, I kind of agree with that in a way. Like it's more so how connected you are because I think you can go to church every Sunday and still be filled with demons, honestly. That's when you that's when you become a zombie, right? So yeah. and that's real common. No disrespect to the Catholics, but you know, from what I witnessed in my city, that's real common for like, you know, Catholic well no 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 no. Christians too. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, ain't special. Um mm-hmm. like and we, we, we had a sermon on this a couple weeks back. Um I'll go to Mercy Hill with the, the student group. Um they got like this group through college or whatever. Shout out Mercy Hill. Um but like Sermon basically was saying, like, you shouldn't, like, once you get to that stage where it's like, all right, I feel like I'm doing this because I have to do this, mm-hmm. it's not right. It's not authentic. And a lot of times what a lot of people do, um, and with people like, like in my position where it was like, you know, my parents were spiritual. Now, I've, I've been in and out of the church because my parents have been in and out of the church. But, you know, like, and I, I was unaware of this until I had the conversation with my dad to like really open my mind, like really think about the times my dad was like, you know, studying the Bible and everything, like like building his life spiritually. It's like I was unaware to that, so I like recently I said something stupid. I'm like, yeah, like you know, I've been in and out of church and then it's been like that because I witnessed that in the household. Like I have, but at the same time, like my parents have also been doing things behind the scenes that I was unaware of. Um, so like. With that has been, like, I was just making, oh yeah, so like what, you, what uh, your dad was saying is like, you know, I kind of grew up living like that same, you know, with that same mindset. And then with me being in a position where I wasn't really in it, and then like now I'm trying to do it by myself, it's real easy for us to be manipulated or uh, persuaded by those who are, you know, it's quote unquote zombies. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you have to do this down the third, you know, you should go every week, this is right. But it's like, for what reason? You know what I'm saying? If there's no real motive. You're just like, ah, oh, well, because it's right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I have to. It's like, there's no... That don't make sense. Because the whole purpose is for to build that relationship. Um, so I definitely can agree with your dad. His stance on it. Um, I don't know why I keep... No, no, I feel you. forgetting what I was like, tying that in the sun. But um, go ahead and rock out. Just expound a little more on just like your spirituality. Spirituality. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I stopped going to church for, like, a couple of years after that. And so we never really got back in. I go with my grandmother when I go back to her house. But I never really got back in. I was still very, like, I, li- I, believe- I live a very, like, in tune with God life. A lot of things that a lot of people probably partake in now, I don't necessarily do just because I know what God wants for my life. Mm-hmm. And I tr- I- every day I do try to live a life for God. What would he approve of? A lot of decisions I make, I ask myself that first. Even though I don't attend church every weekend. Mm-hmm. But th- a thing that I notice is a lot with a lot of my friends, I'd be like, Courtney, you didn't go to church this weekend. Courtney, you didn't. A lot of them, they fell off from church. They don't mm-hmm. even go now anymore because they're off in college. So part of me, I always was like, my grandmother always gets on my mom like, you should have those kids in church. But for me personally, I feel like the, dis- the disservice my parent, my mother did not like having us go with her all the time, I feel like that's really 
made me into a person to, I make my own decisions to where now if I want to go to church but some people are all churched out but I'm not like that like I still try to find new ways of like trying to figure out what better I can do to live my life to please who I serve mm-hmm. that and like um, another thing too and it says this in the Bible is like two or more people together is, in him mm-hmm. see what I'm saying I said no so like I mean you could just do that right on camp like oh like mm-hmm. and then another thing too like I mean it's just as much of a benefit if you already studying the Bible you know what I'm saying you're reading it trying to dissect it you know taking your notes and then trying to apply it that's the main thing is trying yes. to apply it um and like I'm saying when you said people are all churched out I feel like that was me cause like for the churches I've gone to when I was Going to church with my parents, it was like the uh, stereotypical black church, the extra church, the one where everybody, you know, going all crazy. And like, used to have me really question my my belief. Because it'd be like, yo, like, if fam, if Shorty, if she over here, you know what I'm saying, she caught the Holy Ghost, you know how that go when they Mm -hmm. do, you know, I'm not going to try to make fun of the church or whatever, but like, they caught the Holy Ghost, but I've never had this experience. Like, what's wrong with me? That's how I looked at it as I, when I was younger. Um, and it kind of stared me away because I just always been in questions like you know what's wrong with me I'm saying like what's my issue you know, I've been trying or I've been coming to church I've been doing this I've been you know, praying what's wrong with me I can't I didn't catch the Holy Ghost I didn't go through those things and I started thinking like you know I started going to some churches that was like just just chill it was like yo we come in here for a real purpose we come in here to get the word now for it to be felt um, for it to be love in the air for a sense of community in the Christian church and like once I experienced that, it's like, okay, okay, this is, now I know what the authenticity of it feel like. And then to go back to a church like that and see it, and it's like, if somebody can play with my religion like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, where's the respect and why is it like that? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it just it just leads to so many more questions yeah. and so many questions and you start thinking about, like, I was real big in science. You know, originally I wanted to be a chiropractor or physical therapist. So I was like, real, real big in science and health. Like with that, you always have to go back to the origin. You always have to go back to the Big Bang, to all these scientific reasons for why things are the way they are. It's like, okay, well, let me ask these questions because science, they can't answer all questions, but for the questions I had, they were answering them. And I didn't have answers for my spiritual life, so it was like, you know what I'm saying? I started to give up and like draft away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, <clears throat> like I said before, everything happens for a reason. Um, come in here, me and Andrew, that kind of like, like, that was like, I don't know, like in a way, like God grabbed me, like, hold on, like you're going too far, like, you know what I'm saying, like I always was in respect, I pray every day and all that, but I still wasn't living right, it wasn't really like, I don't know, like it just wasn't, like I'm, I was going through the most, mm-hmm. so I wake up every morning and almost do the same prayer, and then at night, almost do the same prayer, like, I switched up some words here and there sometimes, but for the most part, it was the same. So it's like, um, once I met Andrew and we started, you know, diving into the word, he was really like opening up my eyes and like really being like that person. It's like, I'm not going to force you to do anything that I'm doing. I'm not going to force you to interpret it the way I'm interpreting it. I want you to take it in your own way, but I won't allow you to like steer too far straight. Feel me? And like, I feel like people really need that. Especially when it comes to Christianity, because I feel like we like the most attacked religion we got out here. Um, like everything and everybody's coming for the church. 
we had a conversation about you know Jesus earlier it was like hypothetically speaking right for, well no for those who are like non-believers <clears throat> why do you want to worship him or not there's more documents there's more like I'm saying, there's more documentation of him being here than like apostle or like other like yeah. leaders from the history so it's like you, it's undeniable that you know he was here um like it's it's you know what I'm saying I'm not trying to convert nobody right I, I, that's not my job but like um there's it's just when you have a lot of questions you just gotta really do research that's the main thing research and like you have to be around authentic people yeah. with like true intentions cause I can stay with straight I mean I, I definitely I learned that like, as of late like the last couple months cause I was going through it yeah um, so like what have you ever had like questions you had or questions that you have now that have been answered um, or things that you know put you like in a state where you just think about a lot like what takes you to that, that world are you like saying with like so being like, there like with God mm-hmm. so like <clears throat> like with me if I have questions it will lead me to think about a lot and I have to really like sit alone um, and like meditate to control all my thoughts because sometimes I have panic attacks from it. Um, I just think of so many different things. Like I said, science mm. and religion. Now I'm trying to compare the two, and it's like, it's yeah. about, and then it's like, then I dive into one world and I like try to connect the dots here and then backtrack, try to connect the dots here. So, like, have you ever had questions that sent you to like, yeah, think about it that way or like. Yeah, I think, like, I had a time like that. It was, like, middle school. We were learning about evolution. And, like, I told you I stopped going to church kind of around that time. So I was kind of, like, we'll learn about that stuff and, like, stuff they were saying. Like, it's not really adding up. But then I just remember, I think it was my grandmother or someone told me, like, something about our brains. Like, our brains are not going to comprehend everything. And I, actually, in reality, it's better that we don't know everything. And so when I started thinking like that, like some stuff, I'm just not going to understand. But it's more so like, do you have faith? Like the feeling that you feel when after you get a good word, that's not not, that's that like that's the Lord. I don't like like when you're saying like catching the Holy Ghost, I've never caught that either. But like, I just know like now, now I know like the feeling that you get when you go to church and you feel that word that that's like that's the Lord in you. And so like. Regardless of what science is, I know because I because I'm a I'm a nursing pre nursing major, so I'm 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 being in science too. Sometimes I realize like a lot of the stuff that they have going on in science is not gonna match up with the Bible, but that's okay. I just trust that you know the Lord. He does. He's never st- steered me wrong, mm-hmm. and I know that. Mm-hmm. So I go to that. And then my thing too that kind of like helped me uh like just chill out a little bit was when I'm like <clears throat> I started reading the gospel and like it multiple 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 scriptures I mean like almost back to back like it was just like <clears throat> all through Matthew and early on in Mark like people were always in question you know what I'm saying like that's just that's been it um, people will be in question and what God, what Jesus kept asking people was like, you know, why do you still not believe? You know what I'm saying? Like, almost with sense was like, how can you call yourself a man of God with no faith? 
And that's kind of where I was at. So it's like, if I don't have faith, then I'm contradicting myself. So like, faith needs to be there. Um, yeah, so like, basically faith was everything <clears throat> I had to learn. And really just, um, divulge and I just had to like, really just, I'm saying, get an understanding. Um, and I had to really start taking action and initiative for what I wanted to do. I'm saying, because it's easy for me to be like, you know what? I want good grades. I know what it takes to get good grades, so let me do it. Let me apply myself. Let me initiate the actions to do it. Let me change some things in my life that's preventing me from doing it. And it's like, as I was reading, you know, scriptures in the Bible, I'm like, all my principles I'm applying to life are the same principles that's in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? It's sad. Like, if, if your leg is causing you to sin, cut your leg off, your hand, cut your hand off, your eye goes it out. Like, it's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, with the people that you have around you, if they cause you to sin or the things around you, just cut it off. That's, that's, that's you know what I'm saying? Even people, billionaires, millionaires that t tell you how to be successful, their way of being successful is like, I say the same thing. Surround yourself around like-minded individuals. It's all the same principles. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, like, any other challenges you had to deal with or, like, anything? Like, how was it just, you know what I'm saying? Like, was everything good or was it was just that was the only issue you really had? It was just, like, you know, the science thing. Science, science kind of was an issue. Um, not being able to find, like, my church, I think that kind of did play a role in it a little bit for me at a time because... I had that first church that I loved going there, but then after that, like, I couldn't find another church where I felt, like, right, so then I was, like, and then, like, trying to go back there, it felt wrong just because they had already been going, and then, like, every, like, the church, the previous church I went to that I felt right at when I tried to go back, like, just be by myself, um, it was weird being there, like, I just didn't feel, feel right, so then it's, like, I kind of had nowhere that felt right, and so then it was kind of, like, there's also kind of a role of why I stopped going for so long. So I I don't know. It did, I never, I tried never to really just, cause my grandmother, she is, she's very involved in her community. She's from Jackson, Mississippi. Like she's very involved in community. She does a lot. And so she's kind of just showed me like, Courtney, thank God for every, everything every day, regardless of nothing, if, even if bad stuff happens, you find a reason cause you still woke up. And my grandmother is just so big on that to where I can never even, try to question like even if i even at times i'm like that don't uh, i don't know but it's like my grandmother she's the strongest woman i know and i respect her so much i'm just like if she if my grandmother's up here saying you know like she's very smart she's been through so much more than me so she knows mm -hmm. she has wisdom i look yeah. at it like that what's your relationship like with your grandma oh i love her mm -hmm. oh i love her <laughs> I'm not, I'm the youngest, like, my mom, she's 10 years apart from all of her other siblings, so she's kind she, of older. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, and my grandmother already had her very late, so she's, my grandma's like 80, 85. Wow. Yeah, so I kind of missed out on, like, you know, spending summers with her and all that yeah. stuff, because she's kind of past that part, but I still, I, I strive to be like my grandmother, because she always says, Courtney, when you're mad, you ask yourself, what would the Christian think to do? Like, what would, what would the Christian do in a situation? And so I do try to, whenever I'm angry, mm. I do. I just respect my grandmother. Like, just her influence, her faith, her. She's the nicest lady I know. Mm. I love her. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's dope. Another thing too, like <laughs> I'm real big on vibes and energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and redirecting energy, especially in situations like that, is key. Um, and it's just another thing that's just like you know, there's a lot of parallels from you know, spirituality and just what's going on because it's facts. Everything is factual. Um, but like, what's your like? Do you do you really care for vibes, energy? Like, you know oh yeah. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Like, so you so you know about it. You when know yeah, like okay. when you speak to somebody, and even though they're saying all the right things, mm-hmm. but just what they say mm-hmm. and what you feel don't match up. Mm-hmm. I've had I've had that happen to me. Like like when I met somebody recently, like like at the beginning of the year, I was like, all right. Yeah. It'd be a lot of fishy. It'd be a lot of weird. On. The lot first of weird couple energy. weeks, yeah, it'd be a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, um yeah, that's funny. That is hilarious. Um, what do I want to say? So, like, you, since you were like, in the science and all that, you ever looked into metaphysics? Oh, no. Okay. What's metaphysics? Okay, so, like, <laughs> basically, that's just like the study of, like, the power of the mind in most cases, on how you could manifest reality. Like, a lot of times in motivational videos, how they say, you know, you can manifest your future and da, da, da. Positive affirmation. I was just having a conversation with this this guy who I know. Like, he's just so self-doubting. And I just, mm-hmm. like, I tell him, like, he's like, like, people want to say, oh, I'm so ugly. Mm-hmm. Even little stuff like that, yeah, you're joking, or maybe you're not joking, but you're just speaking, like... I'm speaking as existence. You have to say, mm-hmm. like, I'm beautiful. Like, I wake up every morning, like, I'm beautiful, I'm deserving. I go out the door. Like, I, I, every day I do that just because, like, even if it's not true and you don't believe it, you keep doing it like clockwork. Mm-hmm. And at some point, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's positive. I, be- I believe in that. Metaphysics? Yeah. Physics? Yeah, I believe in that. Yeah, so I was to say, like, if you if you into vibes and energy, nine times out of ten, you're going to be like, yeah, metaphysics, like, you know what I'm saying? If you don't know what metaphysics is, like, just by the name, I'm pretty sure you get the logistics or you already follow those same principles. Um, but yeah, that's dope. So, like, how do you try to control what's going on around you. Ooh. Through, me- through metaphysics. I mean, well, not just just like you say, you know what I'm saying, with your thoughts. Like, how do you try to control your thoughts? thoughts? And how do you try to control the energy and the people that's around you? Well, a lot of, like, prayer, mm-hmm. that, that, of course. But also, mm-hmm. I do try to, like what you were saying, cut off all the negativity. Like sometimes, like with the people I have around me, like you know, you see people for what they are, and you don't. I I'm big on like never burn a bridge. I'm never gonna like just ugh get out of my face, cut you off. But I feel like knowing people for what they are and keeping that distance to where like I'm I'm still gonna be cordial, I'm still gonna be nice, but I'm gonna keep you know just a fair distance from whoever it is. I do that. Just, yeah, what you said about, like, keeping positive people around. Because, bro, honestly, like, you're very positive. Like, I knew when I met you, I was like, yo, Brock, like, that, that's, a, that's a cool guy right there. You know, I remember meeting you, and I thought that. And, like, honestly, that's just doing this. Like, you are a very, like, like keeping positive minds close, keeping people kind of doing the same thing like you and Andrew. Like, mm-hmm. your story with that, it's kind of like, whoa, like, I need to find, like, my person to kind of uplift me and like keep elevating me to where I'm doing better with my life mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's uh it's challenging one thing I learned is you can't look for it you can't Mm-mm. it's gonna happen it's meant to be it's meant to be I mean Andrew I didn't look for Andrew he didn't look for me um 
we started having a conversation. Um, what was the first conversation we had? You know what? I, I, I think we was talking about, he asked me, what do I consider success? And just from that one question, it sparked like, like that's that's probably like my best guy friend that I have on camp. Like, like I really I, I love that dude. Like he he looked out for me, like in many ways, and helped me to like really just jump. I was you know I'm trying to take baby steps day by day to like improve, and he helped me saying get from here to here, like almost a quarter of the way. I'm like bro, like you know what I'm saying I can't do nothing but appreciate him, and I try to drop gems for him as well, because um, we both wise individuals. And like with that, it kind of it motivates me to like you know I need to receive more information, so that next time we have a conversation, instead of it being him informing me on something, it could be both ways. You know what I'm saying so in a sense it's like, um, it's how we take care of each other, but it's it's a deep. It's I'm competitive. You know what I'm saying that's a good thing though. I'm an entrepreneurship student. I have to. You know what I'm saying like the business world is crazy. Um, so like with that, it's like naturally gonna be like yo listen. You're not about to be here spitting mm-hmm. game. I'm just here receiving, like I'm your student. You know what I'm saying, but I, I respect it though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, I respect it. I receive everything because you have to be willing to learn. That's key. Um, but on top of that, you know, it's valuable to be a person giving something as well. It's just like the, the whole Christmas thing when they tell you it's better to uh, give than receive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, if I don't have nothing to bring to the table, I don't feel like I'm valuable. Um, so I'm just like, yo, like he, he just he keep me sharp. He keep me sharp. Like he'll call me, text me, hey, what you doing? Like, yo, come on, let's get some word in. Like, we'll meet right here at this table. Anybody walking by, anything, like, yo, we just here, like, let's get this word in. Oh, he'll hit me up, like, yo, fam, like, you sleeping too long. Like, like, get up. <laughs> like, you need people like that. Um, But it wasn't forced. I didn't ask for it. It just happened. And the energies, the thought, just everything, it, it brought us together. God brought us together. Oh. Who's to say you can't join us? No, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I, I cause we live in the same building, all of us. We do. Who's to say you can't join us? We be down here sometimes. I'm in the lab every day, like literally every day, and I'm probably in there most times late at night, like going like I don't leave until like three, four in the morning most days. So like I'm always around. He's always around. If he ain't in here, then he, you know, at church or, you know what I'm saying, doing what he got to do. But for the most part, we be in here getting the word in or in the lab getting work done. We always run. Yeah, I should. Because y'all, like, even this conversation, I just feel like, like, what you're saying with, like, you're spitting gems on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And even our first conversation, you were just spitting gems at me. That's part of this pod. That's why I got this podcast going so I could do that. Yeah. For my peers back home, my mentees back home, for you know fellow students on um, A and T, that's my you know what I'm saying. But then again, for my purpose of being here, what I feel like my purpose is, what I think my calling is, um, is you know to bring people together and to, but at at that same time you have to educate people because you can't just steer them without letting them know for the reason behind it or letting them know like there's a sense of security here. You ain't gonna trust me if I'm not talking about. Yeah. Don't give me valuable information. That's for a reason. Cause I care. Thanks, Brock. Mm. But um, I mean, yeah, that's. I got people pointing to me. It's not just like you know I'm saying. Yeah, I've had experiences from life, but at the same time, I have mentors I look up to and follow as well. OGs, like my one of my mentors is old as hell. Like, 
old, old, and then I got my dad. <clears throat> and he was always like ahead of his time too, so yeah. I'm here. I need yeah, I need this I'm like here. this whole like this whole part of just been like in so much like in awe, honestly. Mm. Cause I haven't found like a like a church, like like a steady like a church where like, you know, I'm like there. So like mm. I know Andrew he had told me he was going to church. I think it was like later at night and I had class so I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, um, it's the last service was today, but like it's gonna start up next semester. But like the services is six p.m. on Sundays. Like you can't, you don't have to wake up and like you can't miss it. It's race right there. Like unless you got something to do, um, and that's why I like it because it's like, oh, I have no excuse. No excuse. I can go there, and then on top of that, it's like it's authentic, and the energy is good, the vibe is good. People take care of you. It's real love. It's a real community. Um, and then on top of that, like you know, Bible study Wednesdays seven o'clock. Like it's, it's later in the day. Oh, I know weekdays for you is hectic, so I wouldn't even. Yeah. Like, but honestly, like, you gotta make school. time. But Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday is a really stressful. Yeah, day. I already know what time Wednesday. it is. I already know. Yeah. I already know. So hey, but I, I feel know. guilty. Like, if you're not making time for God, what are you making time for? You make time to go to a party. Come on. Oh, so you spending your time late Wednesday is partying? No, I, I told you I don't party, but I'm just saying in general. So what you what you mean there? What's the sacrifice? Well, because the because then I think about it too. But this is my interpretation. I'm not trying to steer you no way. I'm not trying to steer none of my listeners no way. And me and Andrew was having this debate earlier, yo. We was talking for like two hours at the table, um, and I'm like, you know what I'm saying, I don't consider because he was saying when you make something else your first priority, that's like you that's you worshiping that. That's like your God. Um, in a that's sense, like in, true. In, yeah, in a sense, is that he was right. I get where he's coming from, but at the end of the day, it's like for let's let's talk about the individuals that you know what I'm saying they come from homes where they struck. They're the only one in their household that can make things get better because they're at college, mm-hmm. and they're here to get a job or yeah. to get a career yeah. so that they could pay take their siblings and their parents or parent out the house that they out the neighborhood that they in so that they can go. So it's like. When you trying to get your grades right and you you know you in college you still have to be a student because life is life you know what i'm saying i'm not going to just be like that person that's just like well i'm gonna pray and let everything happen yeah. you still gotta pray you got and apply, apply yourself yeah see what i'm saying so that's the debate we was trying to have but then we ended up saying the same thing but you know make a long story short it was like don't be that person that's just like well i have to pray or i have to do these things because it's not authentic you're forcing yourself to do it at the end of the day you know what i'm saying if you're not applying yourself Everything's gonna crumble. Everything's gonna fall apart. So, you getting the word? You still gotta read it. You still gotta study it, understand yeah. it. I'm saying, share it with people. In school, you just gonna show up to class and just get the homework assignment and not turn it in. You still gotta do it. So it's like, I wouldn't say I'm not trying to use this as an excuse. I'm not trying to steer people in the wrong direction. Um. You know what I mean? Like, basically, I'm just saying this because I understand. Um, and I never try to look at things like one side. I try to put mm-hmm. myself in your shoes so I know. Um, and, and that's since I can relate. Like, if I had multiple, I wouldn't. Nah, that's, that's an excuse. I'm not waiting last minute to do three assignments. But, like, if I was as busy as you, um, all the things that I need in a, in a position that you're in, it's like, well, Wednesday, <clears throat> Bible study, I'm not going to make it. How do you adjust? Open the word when you get time. Yeah. If you can't do it that, that evening, wake up early in the morning, get it in, get your quick little 30, 45 minutes in, pray, 
read, you know what I'm saying, dissect it, and then just um, internalize everything, just dissect everything and really just like, you know, process it. And then go through your day, you know what I'm saying? Continue to worship, continue to give praise and thanks. And then the next day comes. And if, you know what I'm saying, if you want to do it with somebody, you could do it like that. But it doesn't have to be just because everybody meeting on Wednesday at this location. Yeah. You have to just get it another time. Because God is your first priority. But then again, you're, you're a student. You still have to get these things done. You can't come. You're spending thousands of dollars to be yeah. This ain't something you can this just throw it. away. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I mean that with no disrespect. But that's just what it is, reality. Um, so yeah, we, we, had a, we had a debate earlier. I wish he was here to say his standpoint, too, because it definitely was interesting what he said. And it was facts. I, I feel like both sides is facts. It's like, it was, but that's where the questions start coming. It's like, because <clears throat> he said, I'm saying you make something else your first priority. It's almost in a sense like you're worshiping that thing. Um, and then I, I combated that with what I just said. And it was like, both of those is right in a sense. That's all based on your interpretation. So, man. If, any questions you got for me? Anything you... Hmm. I don't know. Like, what made you, like, what do you think through your life pushed you to become this person that you are today? Like, what was kind of your breakthrough point or what through, like, because, you know, your childhood makes you. So, like, what happened through your life to push you to be who you are? Probably the first and most significant event was, uh, you know, you can relate to this, was transferring schools. Um, I was young, but I remember, like, first grade, kids didn't want to play with me because I was black. Like, literally tell me, like, yo, like, we not, you can't play with us because you're black. Um, I remember fighting and, you know, put my hands on kids because <clears throat> I didn't understand. And I thought they was just, like, you know what I'm saying, just being disrespectful. I didn't understand what racism was. I just knew it wasn't right with the way that they was treating me. Um, and, like, I was just going on with it. And then, you know what I'm saying, going into school with more people like me and it was like all right now i'm with my people i don't got nothing to worry about and like going through that experience of like maturing a little fast from going outside i'm gonna just say that i was going i was outside <laughs> um seeing the world for what it really is from being in neighborhoods that, you know, sometimes I really had no business being in because it was like I was too far away from where I was supposed to be. Like, you know, we all had that rule where it was like, you know what I'm saying, you could only go as far as I could see you and be back when the streetlights come on. Um, sometimes I violate that rule and I was, you know, exposed to some things. I mean, I didn't really have to do anything. I was always the one to learn from other people's experiences. So I see some things like mm -hmm. that. And I don't think I want to do that. So, I mean, that, so the school thing, transferring schools and transferring, like, like, you know, going through that culture shock was one. And then, like, not too much longer after that, my parents split. And then I was really able to see, like, the difference in worlds that I had in one household before. Like, it was unnoticed because it wasn't significant. And once they divided, it was like, okay, now I really see, like, okay, I got a strict, structured household that's like, yo... You can't fail. You know what I'm saying? Like, because my dad was the first in his family to go to college. He was the only one in his family to make, like, what, six figures. He was the only one in his family to, like, damn, count his pockets. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, scratch, I said that. But he was, like, the only one to, like, really, like, 
take what he got from the streets and take what he got from life and apply that to like a real corporate world and succeed in it. And it's like, well, how do I prevent my firstborn? Because my mom, my sister wasn't around at that time. I was like, yo, how do how do I prevent my child from from failing? Um, in another sense, it was like, you know, I don't want my child to fail, but I don't want to push him away. So things were more lenient in this on this side. Um, so growing up, experiencing those two things, and then in school, switching schools in different environments, on top of being in like the hood, moving around places I ain't had no business going and seeing things, you know what I'm saying? It was like so much going on, like seeing many different things and learning so much. It was like, you grow up a little fast. And with the exception of my two first cousins, uh, Kelani and Wesley, all my other cousins is older than me, like way older than me. So chilling with them, going to my aunt's house and all that, chilling with them, watching the movies they was watching, talking and having conversations that they was having. It was like, you just get a little more advanced. And then with, your, with somebody in your household that's pouring wisdom onto you and telling you how life is going to go before you even go through it and then see it and it's like, okay, he know what he's talking about. So let me start moving the way he's telling me to move. And then once you start doing all that, it's like, you can't even avoid it. Um, so, it, I mean, it was it was a lot of things that played a role. Because, I mean, with me, I'm not, I can't consider myself successful. I ain't made it to where I want to be. You're definitely on the path, though. And I, a lot of people say that. But, yeah, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So, I'm saying, I have a lot of things that I'm working on internally. Yeah. A lot of habits that I'm trying to break and create new ones, better ones, so I can become successful. Because if I don't do that, then I won't be. All this would be like, well, he was a good dude, but, you know what I'm saying? What happened? So, I mean, until it happens, I can't say, like, I'm on a road, I'm on a verge. Because I don't know. And as long as I continue to apply myself, I can be confident internally, but I'm not going to express that. Because that's not my business. I'm going to go wherever God put me. Um, Brock, I feel it. Like, literally, every time you just, like, you just change my perspective, like, on everything, with every word you say, literally. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate this talk, no, seriously. Yeah, much needed. I mean, I, I, always, needed. I told you, I wanted, I wanted to have this conversation a long time ago, but I knew you was busy, and I didn't want to be thirsty and be like, yo, like, when you free, when let me do this? No, like, like, no. Are you available? Just come through. We don't even have to record. I thought this was going to be a good pot episode to have, and I mean, from the looks of it, it's, it's, it's been pretty good. Um, <clears throat> and we could wrap it up pretty soon, too. But yeah, like, like we, we whenever you want to talk, we could we could talk. Um, and like I said, me and Andrew, we do the Bible study together. Like we open to, um, you could do me, Andrew together, just me, just him, whatever you want to do, whatever you feel comfortable doing. You know what I'm saying we are we open. We're not gonna force you to do nothing. I'm definitely not gonna force you to do nothing because you know I'm saying I've been forced to do some things, and I, I know what it's like you know, to be manipulated, to be guided in the wrong direction. And why would you do that to somebody? You feel me? Um, so, you know what I'm saying? As long as everything is authentic, everything is where it's supposed to be. You don't want to force nothing. It's, it's, it's cool. Anything you want to add? No, I just want to tell you, like, your podcast viewers, like, if they get an opportunity to talk to you, like, like probably, like, through a podcast, like, you know, you feel what you say, but, like, literally just sitting with you, like, your energy is just so genuine, and, like, you're such a good person. Like, I really do, like... 
I, I genuinely do appreciate like just talking to you. So I feel like if your podcast viewers get a chance to like sit down with you, they definitely should seize that opportunity. Yeah, likewise, like you know, the students, <clears throat> students that's listening, um, and others, you know, that's in the area. Like, if you get a chance to talk to Courtney, I would definitely take the opportunity. Um, you're a strong individual. Like, like I said, for you, emotionally, like you are emotional. You know, you are aware of that. And to be able to channel all that energy and just plow through that process that you had to go through to make it where you at, it's like, that's, you can't do nothing but, you know, salute to that. Thank you. Um, good vibes come from good background, good peoples. Um, I was about to say something else, too. Yeah, we could wrap this episode up. But, yeah, thank y'all for tuning in, man. It's another episode of Best of Both Worlds. Um, once again, it's Brock, Courtney, Miss Freshman. Have a good one. They even shot Tommy in the face, so his mother couldn't give him an open coffin at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs>